Welcome everyone to Curtain Jerks. I am your host, Scott Narver. I'm a podcaster. I'm a comedian. I'm an actor. I'm a YouTuber. I'm a novice Instagrammer. I do a lot of stuff to keep myself busy and to, uh, to stay away from dating websites where I don't have to constantly go on there and go, Hi, would you like to go out sometime? I like wrestling. Ooh, delete. Swipe left. Ignore. Block. All that stuff that they do. You know, you know how it goes. Gentlemen, right? Ladies? D- d- I question, ladies, when you say that you like wrestling, do guys disparage you? Do they say, uh, really? That stuff's fake. Yeah, okay. Enjoy Suicide Squad, cause that's real. I don't know. I assume, I assume it would be both-sided. I just know the struggles of a man that I hear about because I'm still, I'm still a young boy. Oh, my legs, they need a shaven. Uh, so yeah, this is Curtain Jerks, the comedy wrestling podcast, bringing you the fun and funny of wrestling each and every week. Um, got a great lineup later on, a lot of fun stuff planned. Uh, Shane Hartline is returning to the show. I love Shane. I love Shano and all the projects he does. He's one of the funniest guys I know who's also a wrestling fan. So it's a beautiful synergy of both. So there'll be more with Shane coming up soon. Also, um... You know, we stayed clean for the episode. We recorded it. We didn't take nothing. We didn't take no HGH. We didn't take no steroids. We didn't take no guff. We didn't take nothing. Nothing in our system except for uh, positivity. And um, he had some coffee and I had some Coke. That's right. <laughs> I did Coke. The, the, the classic kind. The Acola kind. Uh, that's what I did. Uh, not like a Brock Lesnar who took something. Did you hear about this? Breaking news. Brock Lesnar took something for the fight for UFC 200. Tested positive. I don't I don't give a shit. I won 120 bucks on that fight in Vegas. Fine by me. Take all you want, Brock. Take all you want, because they're taking money out of your pocket, not mine. I won already, and I left town. So you can't, can't catch me. Yes, so I went to UFC 200 in Las Vegas for a few days there, uh, hanging out with my brother, who still <laughs> refuses to do this show and talk about all our memories. He don't give a shit. He didn't even want to stick around for a photo. I, I, I was trying to figure out Instagram, and I tried to take a photo. I think I just did it on Twitter. Uh, and he's, he's so bored with it, he didn't want to do it. He didn't give a shit. Also, the event was six hours and 40 minutes. So there's that. UFC's a little bit long, so if you go to WrestleMania and you're like, I'm fucking toast. Well, go to UFC. It's, it, WrestleMania is nothing compared to that shit. Uh, it was a blast though. I had a really great time. Like I said, I gambled only on one fight. I didn't want to go crazy with it. And I'm not as up to date with UFC as I, as I used to be. So I wasn't as well educated, but I thought wrestler versus striker wrestlers got the great advantage, but Brock still tried to put his forehead near Mark Hunt's fist as often as he could, which was silly, but I'm not going to call him stupid. I'm just going to call him winner regardless of what he took because he put money in my pocket. And that money in my pocket is going straight to Senior Benjamin because that motherfucker's got a shirt on Pro Wrestling Tees and I am buying that because I love the final deletion. If you didn't know, go back to last week's episode and those who are calling it a, a travesty and a train wreck and an embarrassment of professional wrestling, you're not wrong, but it's great. And you need to, you need to appreciate it as such. I encourage you to because we had a swamp fight. We'll get into the swamp fight in a little bit. But man, there was, there was aftermath of Final Deletion uh, that popped up on YouTube. 
uh, I will I will do my darndest to, to make sure I repost that everywhere in case you don't watch Impact. Some people are saying that they're so interested in what's going on there now or they watch the show because they have to see all this crazy hardy shit. I think it's brilliant. I think it's great that that's all happening. I, I, I'm so thankful that people are watching this, that people are giving it a chance, love it or hate it, check it out for yourself, make your own decision. It's just a crazy fucking time in wrestling. It's beautiful. I love it. Another crazy beautiful thing before we get into the show is for a limited time only, High Spots Wrestling Network and Curtain Jerks are proud to partner with one another. For listeners, you get a special discounted month of the High Spots Wrestling Network for only 99 cents. I know, 99 cents, that's crazy. If you use the promo code JERKS, J-E-R-K-S, you get the month of the network for only 99 cents. Now, you might be sitting there going like, I don't know what's on there. How many hours they got? I'll tell you, over 2,400 hours and counting. They're adding stuff there all the time. They get like, I'm sure Steve Carino's in there and he's like, I'm just feeding it in. And he's just shoving it in the old machine. And he's like, 2,412 boss. You know, Senior High Spot, you know, who who gave birth to Senior Benjamin, as we all know. So he's shoved it in there. So that's 2,400 hours. In a month's time for 99 cents, you could abuse the hell out of that thing. You could watch a ton of stuff. Think of the, think of the great deal that is. So they include top worldwide promotions such as PWG, Progress, RevPro UK, WXW, a whole lot more uh, from all over the world. Uh, also contains hours of shoot interviews, which I love, and including the Kevin Steen Show. Kevin Owens, people. Have you ever seen any of the Kevin Steen Show? It is amazing. It is wonderful, and I love it. And old school with Steve Carino. When he's not shoving hours of footage into the network, he's there doing a show. Uh, they also content uh, produces such uh, documentaries with Harley Race, Jim Crockett Promotions, Rock and Roll Express, and more and they even got $5 wrestling and with good old freight train. That's highspotswrestlingnetwork.com for the low price of $9.99 a month for each additional month. But if you use the promo code JERKS, J-E-R-K-S in all caps, you get it for 99 cents. And you can do it from your mobile device, your tablet, your PC, or even stream through your TV on your Roku. You have plenty of options of how you want to watch this great stuff, and it's helping out high spots, it's helping out curtain jerks, and it's helping you out because you're getting great wrestling content for under a dollar. Do it. So, let's go to my good buddy, the man behind on your mark, the man who's extreme, the man who owns the backyard. Uh, you know, he, he's been a great friend. He's been on the show many, many a time. Uh, I love him to death. He's got his hopefully Chris Pratt, Shane Hartline show. He's got another one coming up. Number 10. This guy's crazy. He's a workhorse. Uh, and thankfully, he sat down with me and we made some funny. So please enjoy that now with Shane Hartline. Are you going to be drafted? I hope. You're eligible. We're all eligible. Am I eligible, though? Why not? I mean, I'm not a contracted WWE wrestler. Uh, neither is Mauro Ranallo, but I feel he's up for 
a draft. Well, then, okay. Well, then, I I want to go to SmackDown. That seems like the cool the cool kids are going to go to SmackDown. It seems like it, right? Like yeah. That's going to be the cool show again. Mm-hmm. Are you excited about the draft? I mean, because, I mean, here's the thing. is like, they've done this before. Yes. Why is it so exciting this time? I'm hoping it's exciting this time because we only have the champions that we have. Mm-hmm. That would be ideal. Mm-hmm. And then it's the matches we get are the matches we get. Like, we, we see new guys being repackaged. Because that's what was exciting about it before. Mm-hmm. That sometimes you had Bubba Ray Dudley, who was a, on a singles push, going for the title against Triple H. Uh-huh. And then you had Reverend Devon, which is just weird. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you go, oh, all right. Well, it sucks to be one guy, but I like all the weird shit. Yeah. So s- people are getting split. Somebody's going to get new weird gimmicks. Uh-huh. Some- and that's something we could get into, too, is who we think is going to be split. There's a big theory that the Usos. Oh, the, I split. think they need it. I think they desperately need it. I don't know which one's which. That's why they could be split, and then they get different characters. What do you make Jimmy? Little Jimmy. A th- the real little Jimmy. The real little Jimmy? The real little Jimmy. He's, <laughs> he's real. He's okay. a real guy. And then what, um, you, what do you do with Jay? Um, doink. <laughs> just a new doink. Like, you covered half of your face in paint already. <laughs> you already did the paint. Just finished the paint. Yeah, and then put a clown nose on. Yep, yep, yep. And you're good. Yep. And, and do the doink dance. Do the doink war. Mm-hmm. You know what's thinking about? I was actually, that's funny we were mentioning doink. I was actually thinking today about how cool evil doink was in ECW when Steve Kern did the like weird twisted evil doink for a little bit. You remember that? They had him in ECW too? Yeah, but it was like a weird, was there an evil doink? Like, but it was almost like a. he was evil doink in WWE. But he was, I'm talking like he looked demented. Almost like a Sin Bodhi. Before okay. he was Sin Bodhi. I like, never saw this. You should look it up. I may be totally wrong, <laughs> but like, I really, he had like half painted, uh, half painted clown face, but it was like weird, just creepy clown. So kind of like um, Stephen King, it, Pennywise, like going crazy Demented, clown. yeah. And then there's Demented. like the happy clown. Yeah. Or the new movie. Have you seen that ad for the I new movie clown? I saw a picture for it. Looks pretty good. That trailer is Oh, there's a trailer out? Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Oh, I need to check that out. A lot of good movies coming out. Ghostbusters is out. You excited for Ghostbusters? I kind of am. I feel like a wrestler should be in it. Me? Nah. I'm, I'm against you, that. You think, you think nah? Maybe Cena. Cena's been doing good in the movies lately. Sure, but you could have just someone as a ghost. You mean like a ghost wrestler? Oh, that's even better. If they had to capture a lot Andre of the dead giant? wrestlers, they could bring... Andre the Giant would be so good. Because that would link back to the 80s nostalgia of the movie. Yeah. Man, why didn't they ask us to write the wrestler, the dead wrestler segment? <laughs> they could have had a whole... They, WWE should be having a Ghostbusters movie where they have to wrangle all the dead wrestling That's such ghosts. a good idea. Oh my gosh, yeah. Patent pending. Yep, let's write it. Listeners, patent After pending. This, we called I, it. We already wrote it. Um, it's already written. It's already <laughs> coming out. Yeah, it's, it's already been bought. Um, no, going back though... Um, Excited about the draft. I think, yeah. uh, personally, I think the first time they did it, they were heading in such a great direction. I think they started slipping with it when they started doing crossovers, or this guy would cross over, that guy would cross over, yes. and there would be 
It just, it didn't, they didn't, they weren't strict with it and they didn't follow through with it. I think now that Vince has seen how successful NXT is, as has been as a completely separate entity, mm-hmm. feels different. It, it, you, it's a, it really feels like a different company within the WWE, which is what they really could have done with WCW if they were patient. But I think now that Vince, going back, I think now that Vince has seen how well it can be, because I think that Vince is just the type of guy, when he gets the slightest doubt, I don't know, I'm just guessing, but I think when he gets the sure. slightest doubt or something feels mushy or whatever, like, he abandons things. Yeah. And But now that he has seen how, I keep repeating myself, now that he's seen how well NXT has been as a separate entity, feeling different, that I really think they're going to stick to their guns with this I hope they do. I really They're smoking hope guns. They stick to their smoking guns. Um, I really hope they stick to making it feel different. Mm-hmm. Like they even mentioned it on Monday. The uh, Shane McMahon spoke about uh, this. I want it to look different. I want it to feel different. I want it to be blue and silver, <laughs> not red and black. Yeah. I want different colors. I um, want there to be a fist coming through the stage. Oh, I'd love for the fist. To come back. The fist is in a warehouse. Yeah, it could easily come back. Um, have you seen what they do on SmackDown now? Have you watched? I have not watched a lot of SmackDown, which I, I that will change soon. In, in all honesty. Sure, for a little while anyway. Yeah, for for everybody. <laughs> to being completely honest, um, they have almost like Saturday night's main events openings now. Where How it's, so? It's not the it's not the like staying in front of a green screen and let me tell you what I'm gonna do tonight. I'm gonna fight Kevin Owens and it's gonna okay. be this and that. It's, you're seeing, you know, between two and four segments, right from the get-go of the opening of the show, of someone talking to camera about what's going to happen tonight. But it's just not the 80s promo style. This is only on SmackDown? Only on SmackDown. So they're doing a different intro to the show. Is it like they're testing things? It feels like it. Uh It feels like they're starting a different feel to it. So on that night, you know what's going to sort of lay out, rather than the commentator saying, like, these upcoming matches are going to happen, or hey, we have nothing planned. Uh-huh. We're just going by the seat of our pants, and uh-huh. uh, m- maybe a bunch of challenges will be made. Like Kevin Owens did a thing where he he opened up a birthday card that uh, Sami Zayn gave to his son because Sami Zayn is his, <laughs> is his godfather, yeah, yeah. and said all that's in here uh, was a card and twenty dollars Canadian. <laughs> that's nothing useful to my son. This isn't worth anything in the U.S. That's so funny. And he threw away the card and he pocketed the money. That was it? Yeah. And That's it made cool. him more mad about Sami Zayn. That's cool. Yeah, I, I I really hope they stick to it and make it each show feel different. And I think Raw needs to feel different than it is now. Like, just redo everything. Redo how they shoot things. The right, Different writers. Different... Change the colors. Like, I would even be for... And I think I spoke about... Black and red. <laughs> Instead of red and black. <laughs> I... I would even be up for calling like SmackDown like WCW. Like, why not make it? I just want st- any so, way for Sting to come back. So wait a second. You think WCW should make a comeback? I would be totally fine with that. In all honesty, only because why not? Why like, not? Smack, SmackDown has has a stigma to it now. SmackDown feels like it is an old show. I know I've talked about yeah. it with Warzeka and some other people that it's like. It, it, feel, it feels like the show that you didn't have to watch for, for the majority of its lifespan. That's the thing. It's like, why not? Why not? Shane McMahon still in people's minds has the WCW tie-in. I'm going to 
prove why it could work right now. I, Shane still has I, the WCW tie-in. I guess there's family members of yours that are like, oh, Shane, how's how's Shane McMahon doing with the WCW Nitro? <laughs> Not good. Um, but really squandered it. Uh, yeah, I just think it could be cool to just you could change the name, you could change everything. The now, like, you know, just uh, I just would. It would be so cool to like tune into SmackDown and be like, this is something totally different than I'm getting on Monday Night Raw. Well, they so they didn't name because I know you want Sting back so bad. Yeah, they didn't name the. Uh, I'm and how great would it be for Sting to be the general, general manager, manager of WCW Nitro on Tuesday nights? That'd be pretty cool. Tuesday Nitro. I'm looking at a wall dedicated almost entirely almost to Sting. Almost entirely to Sting, yeah. Uh, with some snippets of Street Sharks. And some Sting socks you just got me. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, Las Vegas Fight Shop. Yeah. Uh, I would think that'd be cool. Like, the, the different brands of guys from different places, like, to acknowledge ECW guys, to acknowledge mm-hmm. all those things, and have roles for these guys. Mm-hmm. I dig all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I've always dug that stuff. I don't always want just the new, new, new everything. Yeah. I like the old guys being around. And they're doing that some like Paul Ellering yeah. is back in That's, NXT. His thing is so cool right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I uh, just think that they didn't, every time they tried to do it, with the, when they tried to do it with WCW, when they did that one segment at the end of that Monday Night Raw, that was a bad idea. It, it, it was Buff Bagwell in the main event. It could have worked. My thing is, is like everything they've ever tried from that segment, then going a little bit further with ECW hat relaunching, it's never worked because it always felt like WWE. And Controlling I think for, it. Yes. For the first time, something that actually did work, NXT, it didn't, it doesn't feel like WWE. Like it feels like its own entity. And I think that's the only way. This new brand split could work, and I think it will work because they finally realize what they have to do. They have to like let go of something. Like Raw can still feel like WWE. Mm-hmm. Why? Why not? But let SmackDown feel totally different. Like Nitro. Let's like, call Ralphus. Let's man, call Judy Bagwell. I would love it. I'd love it. I might be the only one that would love it, but I'd love it. I've been watching a lot of the old, because they just released a bunch of the Nitros from, like, the dead, the the last dying year of of WCW. And when I was a kid watching it, I I was so into it. Mm -hmm. I was like, I don't get what everybody's talking shit about. Like, this is the best. It's great. I'm watching it now, and I feel like this is this this weird feeling when I'm watching it, because it is so bad. Do you have nostalgic eyes when you watch it? For certain things. Okay. There, I mean, I always got excited with like, and I, I, there were things that I liked and I still like that there was shit on before, like the whole Sting Vampiro feud. I thought that was great. Like, I just think that at that point it was, the ship had sunk so deep that there's no way they could bring it back afloat. Okay. Um, But it, it was weird to go back and watch some of that. So what is there that maybe at the time you're like, I don't like this for whatever reason, and then now you do, or something that you, the vice versa? Something something I didn't like back then? Yeah. Something I didn't like back then, um, okay, the first thing that's coming to my mind is I didn't like the New Blood Millionaires 
Oh, Love the new feud. Blood Rising and all that. I yeah. didn't like it. I see now what they were trying to do. I just think they went about it the wrong way. I think that uh, it's almost like how when the they did the WCW invasion to WWE, mm-hmm. they were trying to make these guys that they needed the fans really to like and accept, they were making them bad guys. And I think that's they it was just this weird crossover of people that like for the De New Blood Millionaires Club feud, it was just this people didn't know who to side with because it's like I like Sting. I like all these guys over here. So all the millionaires, to paint the picture, if no one saw this yet, because it's now released and yeah. no one saw it. So the millionaires were like Hogan. Hogan, Sting, Sting DDP, Nash. Scott Steiner, Kevin Nash, all the all the big names that mm-hmm. people liked in the mix. They really liked these guys. And it's like, I think as a viewer, even as a kid, I was like, I think they're trying to make me hate these guys, but I like them. Like, right. like you're... So I think viewers were so confused because I think Russo was doing the right, trying to do the right thing in pushing these young stars because they needed new stars. Mm-hmm. But it was like you're putting Kidman against Hulk Hogan. Are you kidding me? And he was, uh, Hogan has said over and over he is the wrong guy. Right. Right. Do you, do you feel that way then? Yes. 100%. Now, though, if they would have taken someone at the time like a Shane Douglas and put that against a Hulk Hogan, mm-hmm. I would have been more, I could have understood that more. What about a Norman Smiley? <laughs> yes. No, a Glacier. Um, <laughs> although I did love Glacier when I was a kid, just because his entrance was cool. It, well, yeah, it was pretty cool. It was a cool I entrance. did love Norman Smiley, though, because he was the oh, only I man loved, that screamed. <laughs> and he danced funny. Mm-hmm. Like, he was very homoerotic with his dancing. Um... <laughs> Is that an offensive word to say? Uh, dancing? No. Homoerotic. Oh, yeah. No, I'm fine with it. I don't, okay. I don't know. This uh, show is is borderline offensive all the time. And then uh, Alex Wright, I liked his dancing back in the day. You liked the dancers. Yeah, I, I did. They were fun. Um, man, we've gone on a lot of fucking tangents. It's today. all here. I got it yeah. all mapped um, in my head. But, but yeah, I just... None of these people will be drafted. <laughs> none of these people will. Maybe Gilbert, maybe Ralphus, maybe... I would love to see Ralphus come back with Jericho. Oh my, there seems to, there has to be something somewhere, like a dinner for three, <laughs> or table for three, whatever the thing's called yeah. that ripped off a dinner for five, uh, with Jericho and Ralphus. Like, p- put people with the people in the past that's like, oh, I don't want to be affiliated with you anymore. Like, put John Cena with Bull Buchanan. Well, I love the Darren Young, Bob Backlund stuff going on. It's pretty I good. I love it because Bob Backlund still can go. Like, that guy is still awesome. When that Battle Royal, when he's like hunkering yeah. down yeah. and doing it was, everything. It's, that's great. Um, I got a question for you. Who do you, because there's a lot of a lot of rumors of these, there's people going to be coming back. They're bringing back a lot mm-hmm. of people for the, the draft split. Um, who do you think we'll be seeing soon, like coming back? Coming in what way? Like someone that we've returning not seen? returning wrestlers that maybe have been in the company before. People theorizing Hogan, Hogan that Hogan. You're would joking. Come back. You're joking. Like this not is a as bit. an active wrestler. No, no, no. The bits will come later, Shane. Don't okay. Worry. <laughs> I never know. You're always so straight about it. Um, For real, I'm homoerotic about it. <laughs> that may have been the entirely wrong. People. Uh, word some people think that he will be the uh, general manager of one of the shows. really. Who's saying that? I mean, this is, Twitter. I, I read all the dirt sheets. Every <laughs> one of the dirt sheets are sitting in my house, and i got to clean all the dirt off of them. 
Um, I have never seen that. Really? Yeah, I haven't. That I, that's one of the names that I've seen floated around. Some of the as... names I've heard that are possible general managers are Daniel Bryan for SmackDown, mm-hmm. which I'm like, eh, eh. It's nice to see him on TV. Yeah. Um, Paul Tri- Heyman would be cool. Triple H for SmackDown. Triple H would be cool because that would like that Shane. would mix up stuff with him and Stephanie, which makes things kind of cool. And then maybe it happens again where it's like, oh, he was with China, and then he hung out with Stephanie, oh. and then they ended up together. And he hangs out with Shane. Uh oh, they end up together. Oh, homoerotic. <laughs> homoerotic. All comes full circle. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know if I'm all because the biggest one I've heard is Daniel Bryan for SmackDown general manager, but I don't know that I'm into that. Like I liked I liked Daniel Bryan as like the announcer for the Cruiserweight Classic. Mm-hmm. I like him maybe in certain places. I just don't know that I'm into seeing him every week on SmackDown as general manager. As the good guy, like I'm just gonna say things that make everybody go mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. I was gonna say yay, and then I remembered like oh no, he says yes. But as far as um, it's a thing. As far as just like wrestlers coming back, because it looks like Tajiri, I've I've heard is being gonna he's, he's gonna stick around, classic. which is cool. Oh my god, he he general manager Tajiri, that's cool. The older he gets, the cooler he looks too, man. Like he's one of those guys. The older he gets, the cooler he looks. Like Undertaker, the older he gets, the creepier he looks, mm-hmm. which it works for him. Um, I could see Brian Kendrick maybe coming back. Yeah, true. Um, there's rumors always of Kurt Angle. Um, he's another. Talk to Would be guy. really cool. Uh, Goldberg has even been rumored. I don't. I don't know about that though. The Angle and Goldberg would be the guys where it's like I want on the Undertaker schedule. I want for yeah special, special matches, and that's it. Uh-huh. I don't want to. I don't. It'd be great to see them week mm-hmm. to week. I don't need them to wrestle week to week. I don't, need it. I don't week. need it week to week. But if it, if if you're getting me to tune in because they potentially show up. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Who else is out there that still wrestler or wrestlers? Personality? Wrestlers. Wrestler. Nasty boys. I'm down. <laughs> you know who I'm down? Uh, uh, it was not this this recent Hall of Fame, but the one before uh, Bushwhackers. They were so entertaining to me, man. I was yeah. like, make them general managers or something. <laughs> like that was <laughs> um, so fun to watch. No, but I just think yeah, I think we're gonna see. But the thing is, is like they don't really need to bring in many new people because they have. This is a reason they're doing the draft split too, is because they're so they have so much talent right now. True, um, An overabundance. Mm-hmm. They could get this uh, cat who's never fought in the UFC yet, a CM Punk. Oh yeah, good. I've heard things about him. Um, yeah, I mean, there's just it's exciting. I think that because it's gonna it's gonna finally have be done right how it should have been done in the first place and I think mm-hmm. they're going to stick to their guns because it I've, you smoking know, I've, guns stick to their smoking guns I've heard there's going to be separate pay-per-views and uh, you know guess so and then, and then mixed ones for the big ones and I hope it's just still 12 a year I don't want there to be 22 pay-per-views yeah oh god something like that I, didn't, I can't do math I, I would not be surprised if they like add more because of the network yeah and that'll bump me out because it's I too want, much I want time to do something else it would make sense it's le- it would make sense to like keep it 12 but make you know the big ones mixed shows and then every other one is a dip for a different show you get to build feuds longer yes less of a workload for certain people um but what do we know <laughs> we just watch <laughs> we just talk shit 
outside of it. Can I ask you something though? Please. Um, you you leave from time to time. You seem to go on vacation, so Sometimes. you say. Sometimes. Uh, there were a lot of people in that Wyatt Swamp fight compound thing that happened that were wearing sheep masks. Yep. And I don't know where you were when that happened. Are you accusing me that I was one of those people? Yep. I don't like that. Okay. <laughs> Deal with it. I'm leaving. I'm leaving my apartment. Oh, no. No. Nope, wasn't me. I, I could easily get that mix up, though. It just seems like, you know, you, you would you jump in on the action when you could uh. as a way of trying to get drafted. I, that's not a bad idea, just to just jump in the mix with a sheet mask. As and... part of the extended Wyatt family? Yeah. Was that supposed to be Sister Abigail at the beginning? Is this like our first glimpse of her? I shrugged my shoulders for the <laughs> listeners. I don't know. I don't know. Um, it was... Okay. You, are we, you want to talk about this for a little yeah, bit? Yeah, let's talk about it. Okay. Uh, we were speaking before the podcast. I think it was poorly timed on so many parts. I think... That with Final Deletion, it made WWE look like weak. That they were just trying to uh, jump on the... Their cover band. Yeah. It really felt like that. And I think... Hey, we can do that too. Yep. I think even though it looked better, it was better produced. It, it really was cool. It looked cool. I think that it was poorly timed for that. I also think it was poorly timed because, in all honesty, it looked really racist. Um, <laughs> you have... These uh, backwoods. How, how so? Okay, I'll be the one to say it. Oh, um, I get it. These these black guys black, show up black and then guys. start attacking these white dudes. <laughs> at no, their but home. you got backwoods rednecks fighting <laughs> black dudes in a in a field. Like it just felt racist. And I had f- friends watching it with me that don't watch wrestling, and they're like, "Man, this is racist." And I just think with everything going Shane, on, the, the white dudes were throwing the black guys in the mud. How is this racist? So racist. Uh, I think, yeah, with everything going on, it was just poorly timed, and everything going on in the country is just poorly timed. And how it happened, I don't, I don't know how they cleared that. And some things they, they don't, I don't know. I see what you're saying. I thought about it a little bit at the time, but I was so, tr- I was desperate. But here's the thing: I'm not even trying myself. to say. I'm not trying to say like a black dude can't fight a white dude because we get that all the time in wrestling i'm saying that like it's backwoods rednecks the vibe of the vibe of a grindhouse movie yep and 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 just their outfits and the like ah it just felt racist everything about new day was removed we didn't see them show up not they were not their normal characters they weren't in normal attire like every it looks like yeah some fights happen in the backwoods of mississippi like yeah too, too it felt a little KKK-ish. Like, they felt a little KKK-ish with all their, like, their cults and everything. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. ah, I love the idea of going to the compound. I love the idea of expanding the universe of the Wyatts. But it could have been done with different people. It could have been done before, you know, like, the final deletion. Um, ah, it almost just disappoints me because, yeah, it could have been... Just executed way better. What did you expect? Because when I expect, when I heard about this, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna see the New Day show up, maybe not in full regalia, but like they're gonna be talking trash and saying booty stuff, like going into the house. Yeah. Like if you picture Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like when they're going in the house before you see Leatherface, like 
They're gonna just tromp through the house and start messing stuff up and throwing bootios everywhere and doing stuff, and then they fight. I the think house it could have to the outside. Yeah, I think that it could have really come across like a fun B horror movie, like a cheesy horror movie. Like mm-hmm. they come into the compound. It's a little creepy. Maybe the wives are playing mind games with them, but they're still in character, mm-hmm. responding in funny ways or over the top scared. They're over the top scared. Yeah. That that could then turn into like a fight. Like I think if they played it a little less real, almost like Final Deletion, it was played over the top, corny, cheesy. Um, yes. Mixed with real emotion. I think that it just came across so real. Like, mm-hmm. or they didn't. There was no tongue in cheek. Mm-hmm. There was no tongue in cheek. When in Final Deletion, it was. All that's all it was, and we got a full story in Final Deletion. This is something that I started thinking about later. Like we didn't get a beginning and we didn't get an end to the story of the Wyatts and New Day. They're just there. They mm-hmm. fight, and they're still there. We don't know. Well, and also like I mean, left. how many years we have invested in Jeff Hardy and Matt Hardy? Like all of them. Yeah, all our years. Um, this whole New Day Wyatt thing just started a couple weeks ago so mm-hmm. it's like ah, i don't know put i don't know there it just could have been better than the i think new day it could could have been some buddy different from the new day it could have just been a little more tongue-in-cheek like ah it just it was uncomfortable for me because you had people there watching it and felt like oh this isn't cool yeah i think maybe that but it also to me that was my first impression like it was just like man this is racist and i don't want it to be i wanted to be i wanted to work i want everything in wrestling to like work i'm on wrestling side and like go like oh that's cool like what i know that i'm knocking something but i'm on wrestling side and i want it to work i don't want it to be racist i don't want any negative press for like the wwe or impact or anybody like can someone um, clear this up for you? Can someone make this better? Like, I, clearly I, I can't do it. I think that if, like, if Bray Wyatt was here, like, and he could maybe explain the situation, that would be somebody that, I mean, that's the only type of situation. Maybe. I thought about this. I wondered if that might be the case. I invited him here today. No. Yes. This is, isn't a bit. This is isn't that, a bit. Is that smoke coming under from under the door? Yeah, that's where we keep all the um, smoke. We just keep smoking there. Hello, my brothers. Whoa! You came out of the, the pantry. I, I was hiding in the pantry for a long time. You didn't even come out of the smoke closet. I am like a demon that can take many forms, and I was a puddle in the pantry. Well, well welcome, Bray Wyatt. It's, it's a pleasure. I'm to the have... eater of worlds. Oh. Thank you for having me on your jerking podcast. You're welcome. It's curtain jerks. Oh, jerk curtain. <laughs> All right. Uh... You had this gigantic fight on Monday. I have fights all the time. The demons in my head are constantly fighting. I am fighting all the people of all the worlds and all the galaxies. Okay. You, but specifically, it was at your compound with your Wyatt family and with New Day. Oh, yes, the fight. The final deletion. Mm. That's what we were calling it. You you called it the you called it the final deletion. I called it the final deletion. Mm, why? That's just a name we came up with. I, just, what what? Just, what are you trying to say, brother? I'm. You just spitballed that. Are you trying to call me uh, a copycat? I don't like to be called any kind of cat. No. 
Bray Wyatt does not like cats. I'm not, not no, no, no copycats, no uh, tabby cat, no nothing like that. All I right. just, I'm surprised that of all the names you could have called this, that just happened to come up. What, what was the, was there a secondary name that you're like, oh, maybe this one? No, we was going to call it uh, uh, Inferno Match. <laughs> okay. You know, there was another thing called Final Deletion, right? But no, I don't, what's that? The, in Impact Wrestling, Matt Hardy, Jeff Hardy. I do not know who these people are. I'm Bray Wyatt. I'm the Edo Worlds. Everyone else is below me. I'm sorry. I, I don't know a Matt Hardy or Jeff Hardy or their popular segment on Impact Wrestling that was in no way, shape, or form an inspiration to my final deletion. Now, see, right there, had you only said, I don't know Matt or Jeff, I would have believed you. But Twist no. of fate. <laughs> Yeah, that's one of the TLC ones. originators. Yeah, you seem to know all these things. You seem to know who these people cool are. Cool pants. They have very cool pants. I like their pants. Do you like Jeff Hardy's music? I do not know who Jeff Hardy is. <laughs> okay, so if you seem to Or say, that he makes fantastic paintings you, that you can buy on TNA shop. Is that right? Dot org. Is that right? I believe that's their website. Yes. Okay, you you seem to I do know. not promote corporate structure. Um what what show are you wrestling on? I wrestle in my mind. Okay, well, I guess for the WWE. We're here. Corporate structure. Yeah. I'm here. I see, I see that. Thanks for stopping by. Uh, look, you... Ah! That, <laughs> that freaks me out. Please don't do that. I'm sorry. Um, you had this fight, and some people are saying it came across as a little racist. I don't understand why that is. You tell me why that's racist. What is racism exactly? What is racism what exactly? Is racism it is. It's a. It's fights between different races and not accepting each other for those races. Okay, it was family. very racist. Then. <laughs> I'm sorry. Do you also know Matt and Jeff Hardy? Yeah. Ah, man, I am getting good at ah! this. Stop it! Stop it! Just because I got. You to admit the truth doesn't mean you have to scare me. Yeah, I get it. You're the new face of fear. I am the new face of fear. Why? Why was this so racist? Like, why? How did this happen? Was I don't like them black boys. Oh, are you sure? Are you sure? I do. I, I'm very racist. Couldn't you have a black Wyatt family member or Korean? That you know, there was one man that came to me. Yeah, and he wanted to be. The Black Wyatt member. <laughs> yeah, who's that? That was uh, R-Truth. <laughs> he did? Yeah, he did. And I said no. Why? I didn't. I, I, do I have oh, to? Oh, right. Ra racist. Yeah, I forgot. I'm, I'm very sorry. racist. That surprises me. Uh, why? Um, I, I don't know. It seems like you seem to you break down what people are and then bring them into what you are. So it seems like race wouldn't matter in that instance. Well, race is a very much matters all the time. What if you had, like, okay, because Braum Strowman, Luke Harper, Eric Rowan are all, like... White. <laughs> I'm here. You're, yeah, you're, you're here, and you're correct on that point, but they're also, like, six foot eight and almost 300 pounds. What if there's, like, what about Titus O'Neil? Like, he's, like, six foot eight and 300 pounds. But he's also one thing. Now, I want you to tell me what exactly he is. Look me in the eye and tell me what he is. He's not a singles champion. You're beating around the bush. I am. There are a lot of bushes on my compound. 
Uh, he is he is not currently getting a singles push. Still beating around that jerking around that bush, brother. Okay. Uh, well, he's he's an he's an African American gentleman. That's right. And that's no good. I'm very racist. I'm I'm really sorry. <laughs> God damn it. I'm really sorry to hear that, Bray. What? I'm I, not, I don't care. You, <laughs> I, I guess so. I guess it works out for you. What's your favorite movie? Shawshank Redemption. Really? Yeah. But that's Tim Robbins and Morgan Freeman are best friends, and that's a white guy and a black guy. It's a comedy to me. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> I love it. I love to look at that. Is that not a comedy? It's, no, it's not a comedy at all. It's a drama. Do you have any other questions? I'm here. Uh, favorite band? Let me think about that. Okay. Do I know your favorite movie, Shawshank Redemption? Millie Vanilli. Millie Vanilli? Why is that your favorite band? It's funny to look at. <laughs> uh, you know they didn't even sing their own songs. It was all lip sync. That, that makes total sense. Okay. Uh, favorite food? Watermelon. <laughs> watermelon? Why is your favorite food watermelon? Do I have to explain that? Yeah, I, I'm really curious about it's this. It's funny. Thing. It's funny? It's funny to me. Because it has seeds in it? You know, watermelon is really funny because you look at the outside of a watermelon. Yeah. It's round, it's green like the planet Earth. Mm -hmm. But on the inside of that watermelon, yeah. there's a lot of red, a lot of evil. <laughs> and inside that red are a lot of little black things. <laughs> That really confused me. Oh, they confused like you? Like the planet Earth. There's a lot of little black things in a sea of red. Sure. That confused me. Mm -hmm. I'm very racist. And those black, you tend to spit those out? I, but I then chew the up the black people and spit them out. But then the I am the eater of worlds. I am Bray Wyatt. I am racist. Ah! <laughs> he left. He's gone. Dude, that was the creepiest thing I have. He just vanished in thin air. He's insanely racist. He is. He's. He's very racist. He didn't even talk about the white seeds. How those are. You can consume those, and it's okay. Yeah. Exactly. It's totally. Funny. I didn't want to point that out to him. Really, I, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Don't fuel the fire. I wonder if all the whites are that racist. I would have to assume. You think so? Or are they scared? Or racist? guilty by association? Right. Yeah. They could be like Edward Furlong in American History X, where uh -huh. it's like, well, brother's racist, so mm -hmm. I guess I gotta be too. Yep. If I want to bang Feruza Balk. Yep. Which seems frightening. Mm-hmm. That was uncomfortable. That was really uncomfortable. I might, I'm not going to edit any of that out. <laughs> I'm just going to leave it I think you should let the world know how Bray Wyatt really is. I think I should, too. I mean, yeah. Whew. Final <sighs> deletion. Yep. I talked about it at great length on many a show. Yep. You let me know. Your thoughts on it, Shane. I know where Zeka loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it for this reason. I think that that in a TNA needs something like this. They need to try something in a different direction. I think it's they're taking a, a, a page out of Lucha Underground's book in the sense of doing these very theatrical like things within wrestling. Yes. A wrestling show. But it's not as serious as Lucha is. To me, it almost comes across more, more sci-fi and almost like it could. It's more sci-fi and uh, fantastical. Yeah, it's almost Fantasy? and it, and it's 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 they 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 know they're in on the joke. They're they B know movie. 
Yes, yes, exactly. It's it's so hard to explain, but I think that that's... Especially to someone who's never seen it. Yeah, exactly. I think that's the direction they're going, and I think it's a good direction. It They, they can do so much with that and make it, mix it in with a normal wrestling show, do these over-the-top, so unrealistic, silly things, but mm-hmm. like they're playing it like... It's so tongue in cheek, but they know they know that, and they're not. It's not like Matt Hardy is sitting there like taking it seriously. At first, there was a little confusion. Like, sure. is he like, is he in on the joke, or mm-hmm. is he doing this as like a serious thing? Yeah. And it's clear when his head popped out of a drone. <laughs> Gene got it. I got it. Yes. And I think it was up to that point where I was still. On the fence. Like what's happening? Oh, and I the got thing, sold on the birthday party. Yeah, I didn't. I missed that. I, oh. Yeah, I missed the birthday party. Okay. Um, but I loved his. Uh, what was the is gardener? Uh, Senior Benjamin. Yeah, loved it. That was another thing too. I was like genius. Mm-hmm. Like it's just so it's different, and it's taking a step in a different a direction that like can be their thing. Mm-hmm. It can be their thing. They can have over-the-top pre-taped segments mixed in with the real show um, that make it... It's almost like what Freak Show Wrestling is kind of doing, but with a uh, much bigger budget, in all honesty. Like and they're on, on television. And they're on television. And if you didn't know, Freak Show Wrestling And they is can what? mix in the pre-taped stuff. It's, it's Sin Bodhi's, yes. formerly Kazarni's show. It's and a it, live show. It's a live show. And it's... it's it's so brilliant. It's 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 a mix of circus and freak show and comedy show and wrestling, and they don't take themselves too seriously. And it, everyone has fun watching it. And I think that it's wildly inventive. I think that that's what is pushing people away from wrestling is they take themselves too seriously sometimes. And which I think there's a time and place to take it seriously yes. and be serious about it. But there's also a time and place where it's like something that has pushed me away a lot lately is the backstage segments on like a Monday Night Raw. It's mm-hmm. like, are you expecting me to believe that this conversation is happening as crunchy as it feels with a camera right next to you and, in and someone walks in locker room. in a locker room or an office, somebody walks in, it's so beaded out. Like, why not make those things feel more real? No one has peripheral vision. Like, no one can tell. And people gave Impact Wrestling crap for this forever, which I didn't understand. because I, I loved their, their, like, segments. backstage segments. Because it was, it was guerrilla You know cameras. why people were shitting on it? Is because it, the, if they would have had nicer cameras, I think that's the only thing that you could tell the quality. And that's something that's hurt Impact, I think, many times, is people's first impressions with them, mm-hmm. the quality of their equipment, like the graphics, the, like their logo to me is hideous right now. I think that just their, 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 whoever is in charge of their art design and everything it just needs, they need to find something different. To me, it's like they need a complete makeover mm-hmm. and they need it to feel higher budget, but not out of their, their, their league. Their league. Yes. Um, and I think that this, this has Billy Corgan written all over it. Oh, yeah. The, and I think that it's great because he just, if I'm not 
mistaken, became a shareholder, a big shareholder of the company. I think you're right. So it's like, it's they need different. They need to not feel like they're just trying to be WWE 2.0 or, or, you know, like... I've been saying it. Like, he, he embraces the macabre of yep, that show. Yep. And he also knows where they're at. He knows they're not a main company in the United States. They're an independent company. The, that's yes. their size, so make it work. It, the, NXT houses sometimes the same amount of people in the same size of arena as Impact. Why does it work for NXT? Like, you know, you got to work to where you're at and not where you want to be, you know, and, and if you... That's how I date. <laughs> right. I work where I'm at, not where I want to be. No, but, uh, but I mean, still with striving to grow, you know? Yeah, taking the small steps rather yep. than, like, then let's like, go Let's go them. Monday Night Wars like they did back in, what, 2010? They tried to start another Monday Night War, mm-hmm. which I, it just was too much too fast. Um yeah, I think that it. I love it. I love it because I think that it's. Uh, I mean, yeah. I just different. love different. I love different, and I, I love that WWE I think tried that the, to to capitalize on it. When when was the last time that a happened? WWE tried to capitalize on something that Impact was doing? Yeah, exactly. I mean, they slowly have changed over from what the the knockouts were the better mm-hmm. women's wrestling to now. The, the women in WWE are the better wrestlers and putting on the better matches. They're taking the X yep. Division with the Cruiserweight Classic. Like, they've done it over time, but not a direct, like, oh, what did they do? Yeah, and I'll say this is the first time in a long time that I watched Impact, and I was, like, wanting to watch it. And I was like, I got to get home tonight because I want to see this thing. When was the last time I, like, I can't even tell you the last time I was like, I got to get home to watch Impact? <laughs> They're doing something right. That's really And cool. it was one of their highest rated episodes in such a long time. And they could just keep doing more and more with this with different wrestlers and different style of over-the-top things. Why not? You know? They should. And mix it in with the real wrestling that everybody, you know, still watches, you know? For some reason. Yeah. Suckers. Um, but, I mean, Lucha's working, and I think people are noticing that, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, Lucha exists on his own thing, and all of it pisses Jim Cornette off, which is great. <laughs> yeah, he hates everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, what do you think about some of these guys that are getting uh, sort of the push out of nowhere in WWE? I mean, I'm sure it's to basically make them a viable draft pick, but now Zack Ryder is relevant again. He's mm-hmm. going after the U.S. title. Never been a big Zack Ryder fan. Uh, we've got. Um, Darren Young, who's now going after the Intercontinental title. I love what they're doing with Darren Young. So, like, we're having these guys that are uh-huh. getting these, like, oh, random pushes. By the way, the, they totally mean something right now. I think uh, I love the push Darren Young's getting. I think uh, with the thing with Bob Backlund is so good. I think that if you're going to push a random dude, you got to give me a reason to care. Uh, and I. I think that's just it. Give me a reason mm-hmm. to want to enjoy it. Like, don't just, like, have him start winning for no reason. Like, right. put some story behind him. Put something behind him that, that make Darren Young great again and the whole Bob Backlund tie-in is so fun. It's fun, and Bob Backlund's insane, <laughs> and we get to see that, and that's great. Um, Zack Ryder, to me, his all. this is, to me, what... There's a couple things to me that just don't work with Zack Ryder. He comes across like he's always 
he never he's never comes across confident. It's always that I deserve. It's always like I and if you can get where I'm coming, maybe you can help me clarify. It's like it. me dating. <laughs> Please, I need this. I I deserve this. It's not like I've been here long enough. It, yeah, it's always that with him. It's never like just an unspoken. I'm good, and I don't need to tell you. Like it's that. Uh, desperation. Desperation is what I'm trying to say. He's always very desperate, and it people don't like desperation. I know, (laughs) ladies especially, (laughs) they hate it. Um, They can smell it from a mile away, and they they will put court orders against it. I think he needs a a character makeover that could maybe be something fun for him. But like, he just comes across dorky to me, and I don't, I I don't, I'm not, I'm just not a fan of him. It's just not my thing. Uh, A lot of people like him. I've just they're never, dorks, <laughs> nerds. Um, no, I just he's he's never been my thing. Sure. Um, but yeah, I, I think that it's it's good they're trying to give certain people chances. Um, but yeah, there's all this new different stuff. These new people, these new things that are happening. Well, I think they're realizing they like. I think that's the running theme of today's show is that is that uh, d- different, different. Yeah. We need different right now. I have someone coming in that I want to speak on this. No, 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 no. Oh no, no, God, no. I feel that we've, heard, we've heard enough. And uh, I invited Vince McMahon. No to your way to talk about this. Whoa! He's in the limo right there. I'm gonna go oh, get him. Go, please do. Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna clean your seat off. All right, all right. We t- Mr. We McMahon, it's such an honor. Look at this place. You live here? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's... Why? What are you trying to say? Where's the, where's the kitchen? I mean, it's down there in the corner. That? Yeah, where's the rest of it? I get it's kind of small. I yeah? Mean, I, don't, I don't have a billion Where's dollars. the chandelier? Well, I mean, we got a light hanging off of that. Oh, my God. Chain. How do you see anything? I can't see. I can't see. It's so the, dark in it's here. It's daylight. There's light coming through the oh, window. Oh, there! look at that tiny window right there. What a glamorous Los Angeles lifestyle you I, I don't. I know you don't like sneezing. Can I sneeze? I don't. I will think so much less of you. I really got to sneeze. You go ahead. We'll see how this goes. <clears throat> oh, I held it. That hurts so bad. Okay. Um, well, it's uh, it's an honor to have you here in my apartment. I'm I sorry. know. I'm sorry it's not uh, up to your standard. Not at all. I'm not yet making a billion dollars like you. Not. I wouldn't think if you were. You're. If, I don't know what you did with it. Yeah. Thanks, Dad. Um, okay. So, uh, well, uh, I'll open the forum to you. Uh, uh-huh. Whatever you want to talk about, Mister Man. What would you like to talk about? I'm bringing things that you want. You I'm giving you everything that you've been craving for years. I'll give you that. Lately, you have been giving us a lot of things. Uh, I think I think as wrestling, um, the wrestling world just wants change. They want different. And I get you, it. You do. I get it. It's 2016. I get it. Now. You're not out of touch. I get it. I get the hashtag thing. What everybody wants. Well, Gay think... stuff matters. What's that? Gay stuff. You gay kids stuff? love gay stuff, right? You just uh, love things that are gay. So I'm giving you the gay stuff. Well, what? Things that I don't like, I don't like it. And I know. I run a sports entertainment company. Uh, I don't think that that one, that's an uh, appropriate thing to say. Oh, uh, two, you want to call it wrestling? I'm not going to do that. Sports entertainment. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm, the thing of gay, people like gay stuff. Yeah, I, I mean, I... Oh, I'm sorry. People love gay stuff. Okay, well, I think that uh, people are lately, uh, not lately, uh, it's been a... Thing or people just you know realize that it's okay to be gay and uh and I people guess. Are, everybody is a what i guess 
Okay. Hey, if you can turn a buck on gay, that's okay. I don't understand that quote or... Look, aren't you excited? Yeah, you know this Darren Young guy? Yeah, he's great. He's gay, right? Yeah, I mean... Good for him. You want to be gay, that's that's okay. Sure, exactly. So, you know, hey, uh, go, go. I thought, hey, wouldn't it be great if he went for a, a, one of the gay belts? And it's like, well... There's no gay belts. Uh, well, think about it. Uh, the U United States Championship, which I love the United States, uh, it's got a lot of colors on it. And some stars. It's got the that's American what he flag to go on it. For. Yeah, it's got some colors and some stars. And it's like, that's the American flag. That's what I said. It's not gay. So I said, go for the title that's got a white strap on there. Huh? You like that? It's a different color. So yeah, that's pretty gay, right? Go for the gay belt. So there you go. He's going he's gonna to fight the Miz. So that was, you might, you might get a gay champ. Isn't that fun? Well, he People would, love gay stuff. Nobody would look at it and say he's a gay champ. He's just the champ. Yes, I, I would. I would brand it as such so people you, know. Vince, hashtag. Excuse me. I see gay champ. Mr. McMahon, I would highly advise that you don't brand it as that. Hashtag. I see gay champ. It's like that movie, The Sixth Sense. I see dead people. I see gay champ. That is horribly offensive. It's cutting edge. You don't get it. I get it. I get it. I don't like it you know what else what do you know this is gay that you probably like that's super gay what's that cruiserweights why are cruiserweights they're gay? so gay they're I now mean, now you're using gay as a derogatory term you're not you're just calling things gay like every it's 2016 it's not 1997 gay is clearly derogatory and that's how i'm using no it. it's not yep how do you describe things that are gay no, I Define just, gay for me. It's when uh, someone of the same sex likes someone of the same sex or, yeah, that, I don't know the actual definition, but that's the direction that. But they weigh under 225 no, pounds. No, there's no weight limit. So, there's no weight limit to be gay. Yeah, cruiserweights, exactly. That's what I'm saying. So, yeah, under 225 pounds. This is gay. more uncomfortable to me than the Bray Wyatt. 32 gay men coming together. Seeing which one can flip and flop around the most. And oh, God. Can kiss each other. No, I guarantee you there's no kissing happening in the Cruiserweight Classic. And right then now. What, whatever happens, uh, you, then you turn into Monday Night Raw and see big men fighting each other. And that, that's the exciting Mr. McMahon, I have a question for you. Yeah. Are you gay? Am I gay? I get gay. I get it. I Wait, get gay. You get gay? It's I not, get like gay. at some point you become gay? I get gay. Let, let me wink at you. I get gay. Oh, you get it. I get gay. I employed Pat Patterson. I mean, that's true. He came up with the, the gayest match of all time. Which is? The Royal Rumble. Why is that gay? Why, did he, why is it gay? Yeah. 30 men. 30 men all coming in. Another man every two minutes. Oh, can't get enough men. And then another man comes in and, and oh, there's too many men. Got to throw one out. And then in the end, there will be one shining man. There's nothing gay about that. That's what I... And nobody's shining. That's what Pat Patterson told me. I said, I don't know. That's pretty gay. It's pretty gay. Okay, what in wrestling to you is not gay? The Rock. Okay, yeah, he's not gay. He has he's a wife. He's a wonderful man. Yeah? He's, a, he's funny. Yeah? He's charismatic. Yeah? He can talk a lot of trash. Yeah? He's, and he's, he's a You are getting an erection man. right now, yeah, talking about The Rock. Happens every four minutes. You get an erection every four minutes? Every four minutes. Why? Why don't you? Oh, how much you weigh? I weigh 220. Gay. I get it. You're calling I me gay it. because I have a girlfriend. Oh, good. Okay. What's his name? That's not funny. Okay. What's, what? Okay. 
What's her name? I'm so uncomfortable What's with her your interaction right now. What's her name? Amanda. <laughs> oh, Amanda. Okay. I see. All right. Amanda. All right. You don't have to spell it out to me. Okay, okay. Mr. McMahon. Uh, uh, you know, I'm, giving you, I'm giving you everything that you guys want. All the, all the gay stuff. You know, all that. It's uh, not necessarily that everybody wants gay stuff. It's just we want, we want things that are different and we want good quality entertainment. Like, you don't have to brand anything. This is the gay stuff. Like, you don't have to do that. Like, you just, it's just, gay is a, another part of the world. Yeah, different. Weird. No, Under, it's not. Underweight. Da, it's not different or weird. It's not. It's just another part of the world. Like, like you know, like earlier, Bray Wyatt was being very racist. Uh-huh. Black people are just another part. They're human beings. They're another part of the world. Gay sure. people are human beings. Well, I guess. I mean, I, I, I'm no scientist. I don't know. But, hey, it's all for you. All the... We're gonna have a whole uh, gay subsidiary network to the to the WWE. You're gonna network. have a whole separate network for gay stuff. Yeah, that is. It'll not, be equal. It's not gonna go well. It'll be separate, but it's it'll be equal. not gonna go well. Well, I mean, the Cruiserweight Classic and you know all those other things that you'll like. <sighs> Mr. McMahon. Being hosted by Loki from WCW. Well, I like WCW stuff, so. Hey, it's a new era. It's the PG era. That's right. Which is pretty gay. Okay, Mr. McMahon, I'm going to have to kindly ask you to leave. I'm good. Me. I don't want to stay here anymore. This is Fine. a rinky dink establishment. Scott, please escort Mr. McMahon out right of here. Right this way, sir. Right this way. Thank you so much for joining us. Everything you said was absolutely correct. This episode is going to get you canceled, Scott. What do you mean? You have had both guests yep. bash black people, yep. bash gay people. Yeah. You don't find that at all. Uh, Shane, clearly you don't listen to the show very often. Okay. <laughs> These um, are my opinions. All right, right, The, the right, views right, right. and opinions expressed are those of uh, Your these, guests. these guests that uh, right. never get seen on camera. Yep, you're right. Okay, that was also uncomfortable. Hey, man, sometimes... Why, sometimes were, why did you force me to talk to him the whole time? I, look, I know you like to, to meet people. You're, you're an actor. Like, you got a network and stuff. Yeah. Like, I was trying to get you on Swerved. Hey, I'm, I'm all about that. I love Swerved. Shane. Yep. What's going on with you? What do you got coming out? I know what you got do, the Roman Reigns movie. Uh, s- uh, slew all horror movies in post-production. Uh, we're working diligently on uh, getting that out, hopefully, by 2000, early 2017. Nice. Um, the festivals? Whole, doing festivals? We want to do some festivals, so we're trying to make some... Deadlines for submissions, and yeah, things are looking good. The Hopefully Chris Pratt, Shane Hartline Show 10, Jurassic Pratt is happening <laughs> uh, Monday, 9 p.m., ju- July 25th. Monday, July 25th, 9 p.m. on the iOS main stage. Theme for this show is off- obviously um, Jurassic Park type mm-hmm. theme, and we're making an attraction so extravagant that you- Chris Pratt just couldn't miss it. So how could, um, how could he? And so how intriguing. Could a, yeah. Any audience member. Exactly. Who's um, in the greater Los Angeles area. Exactly. So if you like um, weird comedy shows that just like we've been really pushing the limit with just everything we can do in the theater, and we've been having a great time. So crowds are getting bigger and bigger. Um, we've been selling out pretty quickly. So if you do want a ticket, just um, ioimprov.com and yeah, grab a ticket. It's super cheap, super fun. And, you get to see a little bit of everything, a little wrestling, a little um, sketch comedy, improv, weird stuff. Um, yeah, it's a, it's such a fun time. I went to the last show. Yep. Uh, number nine. Yep. And you dove off the balcony at I.O. 
a la ECW, like diving totally off the balcony. Did. It was crazy. Yeah, you know what a funny story about that was is, I don't know if you remember the pile of stuff in the middle of the theater. Yes. So original game plan that was as of that morning was I was just going to be shot off the balcony into the pile of stuff, mm-hmm. which was too unpredictable, too were way gonna, too dangerous. Were you we didn't land on your back. Or I was going to just land. Uh, I was going to turn and land on my stomach onto the pile okay. of stuff. We didn't get enough stuff for the pile, so I was just scrambling. And then Leroy Patterson, who he's a part of Free Show Wrestling, and he does almost every one of our shows. Such a funny dude, awesome dude. He suggested, uh, well, I can catch you. And so him and Serial Man from EC or from Freak Show Wrestling yes. caught me, and it w- couldn't have gone better. And I think I'm the first person to dive off the balcony at the IO Theater, which is, I guess, a cool thing to say. That is a very cool thing uh-huh. to say. But yeah, what do you think? What was your uh, impression of the your first, hopefully, Chris Pratt, Shane Harlan? Shane, be honest with me. I want you to be brutally honest. I enjoyed it because yeah. you, you, you have done something where you. You have caught the attention of Chris Pratt. Yeah, like yeah. Through viral marketing, through putting these shows up every month, having a different theme, making it so it's like, if you miss this, you miss this. Yeah. It's not coming back. Yeah. Um, and it made me go like, shit, I missed some of these other ones. Like, <laughs> yeah. I didn't see what happened. Sure. But I saw the Batman-themed one, uh-huh. um, where everything was really dark and yeah. the Joker and Batman. And that was the first time I ever played like the villain character in my show, which was fun and different. Because um, usually I'm just like myself. Mm-hmm. So I'm experimenting with, you know, doing different things. But, yeah, I mean, it's we, we're usually the last Monday of every month. And, yeah, it's cool. IO lets us do whatever we want. They've only one time told us to not do something, and that was because a dude lit a lighter and uh-huh. didn't light anything on fire. He tried to light a wig on fire he was wearing. Oh. But he, that was when they were like, just yeah. don't, don't mess with fire. <laughs> the haters like, no fire. No fire. You want to jump off the balcony? You go right ahead. We anything the else the they've been pretty cool about. So, you know, we just... We really try to make a show that just is something different and pushes the limits and yeah of what like a normal comedy show is. And you make photos available online for everyone to yeah, see. Yeah, there's or is that just your um, stuff? the there's photos, there's video, everything uh, is on my like Facebook, uh, Facebook.com/slash/ShaneHartline or YouTube.com/slash/WoodenSteel has got a bunch of videos and stuff. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So I I would like to to come see more of these. Yeah, I don't know, but does it all end when he shows up? I think so. I think with the when he shows up, I think I'm gonna hang up the boots. <laughs> uh, no, we may do a different celebrity <laughs> and just constantly just me trying to work with all the people I want to work with. Uh, um, a wrestler Andrew Lockhart had called out that he posted two photos and said like the hopefully same. Uh, Sami Zayn, Shane Hartley. Oh show. yeah, that's right. That was him. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, because um, th- those two photos were very similar, much like your. Yeah, your I've old gotten that. Shot. I've gotten that a bunch from people saying I look like Sami Zayn. Don't appreciate that as much as I do Chris Pratt. No, no. I don't oh, think you don't like the ska music? Yeah, not a ska fan. <laughs> uh, or as Vince Russo would say, he looks like a taxi driver, bro. Um, yeah, thanks, Vince Russo. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're having a fun, we're having a lot of fun doing that, and uh, yeah, so come out and see if you're in the Los Angeles area. If you're not, fly, fly, fly to see it. Go to Los Angeles, people love because it because there may not be more many left. You never know when Pratt will finally show up. He said in his video that he sent us that he wants to make it out. Mm-hmm. You know, he wants to come. So we'll see. It may be this one. And we got on your mark. Yeah, on your mark is happening. Um, I get all the time that I look. Like this dude, so I'm going to just start promoting something that uh, I have nothing to do with. But 
um, youtube.com slash on your mark show. It's like a between two ferns type thing um, where awkward interviews with this backyard wrestler and actual wrestlers. And they have a lot of like other videos, you know, they've got like gaming videos and just like quick one-off interviews from like WrestleCons and PWG and a lot, a lot of wrestling comedy content. And yeah, they're uh, from what I hear, they're working on their second season. Finally. Yeah. Get Jesus. It together. Um, so yeah, youtube.com slash on your mark show. Yeah. It's very good stuff. Yeah, Sh man. Shano. Thanks for joining me. Dude. My pleasure. Anytime. Thank you so much to Shane Hartline. Uh, I appreciate the hell out of them and I appreciate the hell out of you listeners. So other things that I got going on after buzz TV, after show SmackDown. Oh, what? Am I supposed to watch that show that goes on on Thursdays that I don't watch anymore? Guess what? Now you got it. Now you got to pay attention to that show. Now it's on Tuesdays, and it's live, and it's on USA. All this crazy stuff. They've got a, uh, what do they got? I always fuck it up. They got a commissioner. No, yes, yes. Shane McMahon is the commissioner. He's not the general manager. He's assigning a general manager. Uh, boogeyman? That'd be my pick, but I guess whatever, Shane. So that's exciting. I do that uh, after show on the network there, um, which you can watch on YouTube, listen to it on iTunes. It's available in many places. If you ever need a link, let me know. I will happily send you one. Also, Fox Sports presents Wrestling Compadre Slamcast. Uh, yeah, week three happened. We're still on Fox Sports. No one's pulled the plug yet. Everybody seems to be happy with it. A lot of great stuff going on. We're going to be doing stuff live during the draft. We're going to be watching SmackDown live as it goes on. We're going to be doing Facebook live videos talking about predictions or reactions to what's going on. So we'll be doing it probably a little bit before the show, during the show, and then we'll be recording the episode that night. And I know this week is Will Ospreay and Bailey's on the show, so check that out. If you missed the first week, that's Stephanie McMahon. If you missed the second week, that's Rey Mysterio. And then I said this third week. And then the next week, DDP. How cool is that? That is super fucking cool. I'm way excited. And On Your Mark Show, I know Shane said it, but I'll say it again because I love it ever so much. YouTube.com slash On Your Mark Show. WrestleCon interviews. Billy Gunn. Victoria. Uh, Marty, <clears throat> I can't even sit. I say Marty Jannetty and stuff comes up from my throat. It's like, oh, I don't feel well because that interaction was, was madness and it, it almost makes me sick to my stomach. Virgil. Uh, Al Snow, so many more. Season one episodes are all up there too. The classics, check that out because season two is coming and there might be some merch coming even sooner than that. And be sure to go to highspotswrestlingnetwork.com and use the promo code JERKS to get a bunch of awesome High Spots Wrestling content for only 99 cents. Do it. So many great things. So, for Shane Hartline, I'm Scott Narver. Enjoy your wrestling, kids! Now, Saturday, we can, I mean, um, my, hopefully, Chris Pratt and Shane Hartline show 10 is happening Monday, July 25th, 9 p.m. at I.O. We could talk about. Okay.
That's all I'll talk about. Okay. I don't want to put too much. You don't want to promote yourself. I don't want to promote too much. Yeah. That's what this show's all about. I know, man, but I get bashful. <laughs>